Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to One P Talk, One Purpose Blog Talk Radio Show. I am the editor and owner of One Purpose Magazine, and I am here with another week of our community chat, where we bring you self-love talk, culture topics, and main topics that are centered around health, wellness, and mental health. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. I hope you are here to enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl. It is me, Nia, again, here for another week of 1P Talk which is my blog talk radio show where I just come and talk about some of the things that's related to culture, health news, and give you some updates with One Purpose Magazine. And since I'm only scheduled to do 15 minutes today, I kept my, <laughs> I kept my lighters in. I always forget to do something, but anyway. <laughs> so since I'm only scheduled to do 15 minutes today and I'm at 13 and I don't have a lot to cover, but I do have something to say. Um, I just, want to start off by saying that to keep up with the magazine and to keep up with updates, you can subscribe at One Purpose Magazine to the weekly newsletter that is going to be starting back up probably next week. I haven't started it from um, for this year yet. It's the top of the year, and so I just want to make sure that I'm producing relevant content for the newsletter and for people who subscribe. So I had to give myself a little while to catch up and produce some relevant content. So I've been writing a few articles around some of the issues that I think the audience that subscribe to the publication are interested in. Um, Let me get myself a little bit more comfortable here. Also, I record the show and it's a YouTube uh, video that goes up Thursdays at 8 p.m., so what I haven't talked to you all in uh in like a week. So last week I took off <laughs> and then a week before that we had the chaos that took place in DC. And so that's the talk of everything, everybody and the conversation everywhere. Um we have the inauguration that's coming up on Wednesday and it is what it is. You know, we have to live through it, see what happens. And there's a lot of concern and a lot of uh, talk in the media about potential risk to state capitals across the 50 states. And like I said, it is what it is. I have my four-year-old in the office with me in my studio with me, as you all know from previous season she hang she hangs out with me a lot and I'm okay with that but you know like kids getting caught up in their playing and they don't realize what's going on around them and they don't even care and they shouldn't they're children but anyway I'm going to get into my topic uh so insurrection in the cap at Capitol Hill on Wednesday January 6 2021 what does that mean for us black people So uh, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. That's James chapter 1, verse 8. 
A double mind is having in the mind opposite of opposing views at different times. To be double-minded is to be inconsistent, vacillating, to be and act one way today and be and act some way, some other way tomorrow. So double-mindedness. So today on social media, you are an activist. And tomorrow, on Monday, when you go to work, if you go to work, Monday this week, tomorrow is MLK Day. So it's a day of service. So it's a good time to get out in your community and be involved. So, but anyway, back to my point. Today, you're on social media and you are an activist. And tomorrow, on Monday, when you go to work, you're like, yes, boss. I know you have to pay the bills, get the kids in college. I know, I know. But we have to make up in our minds that our work for our community is necessary. I know we find safe haven in the suburbs. I know we sit high in our cubicles trying to figure out what we're going to do with our 401k money in the case this system implodes. I know many of us are doing okay. Hell, in this country, most of us never even feel a recession. They come and go because we've been working our asses off through struggle all our lives. But a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. What are you talking about, Nia? Deep down inside, we want things to change. Many of us watch the silly, fruitless act of those thugs on Capitol Hill, and we felt nothing. Many of us sat back and watched like it was a new Trump apprentice reality show, competing to see who could be the biggest fool. The reality is many people could have gotten hurt. We know that. But people have gotten hurt. Many people are hurting. Many people live in fear daily. We have been sounding the alarm for years. Just in case some, someone is listening this time, there are racists embedded in every system, structure, instituted in this country. These are the cops killing black people and using Blue Lives Matter to hide behind. Do you hear us now? Is it too soon for this conversation? Is it too soon? Let me check the chat to see if anyone is out there to let me know if it's too soon for this conversation. Is it too soon? So wait a minute, you know, let's look at some of the statistics. You know, I'm not one to raise the point without bringing forth stats. So since I'm, you know, I, I, I want to direct this to, to, to black people. So let's look at some of the statistics. Homicide. According to the FBI, African-Americans accounted for 52.4% of all homicide offenders in 20, that was in 2018 with whites being 43.1% and other unknown 4.4%. And of these, 15.4% were Hispanic or Latino. Suicide. We have learned African-American adolescents and young adults have the highest number and the highest rate of suicide of any age group of African-Americans. Suicide was the third leading cause of death among African-American people aged 15 to 19 years of age. 
I think I was a little redundant there, but forgive me. <laughs> Fourth among those aged 20 to 29. Opioids. The impact of the epidemic in black communities have largely been unrecognized. Though, though rates of opioid use at the national scale are higher for whites than they are for blacks, rates of increase in opioid deaths have been rising more steeply among blacks, 43% than, white, than whites, 22% over the last five years. Moreover, the rate of opioid overdose deaths among black overdose deaths and the national opioid discourse further marginalizes black people. It further marginalizes black people. In 2020, black people accounted for 58% of the opioid-related deaths in Cook County, 58% according to the Cook County Medical Examiner's data. Alcoholism. According to Alcohol Rehab Guide, although African Americans drink less alcohol than Caucasian counterparts, African Americans are more likely to suffer alcohol-related health problems. Death from conditions such as cirrhosis is 1.27 times more common in African-American drinkers compared to Caucasians. Additionally, there is a 10% higher rate of death from alcohol abuse in African-Americans despite overall lower alcohol rates. Hunger, African-American households face at two times the rate of white, non-Hispanic households. Houselessness. African-Americans make up 13% of the general population, but more than 40% of the homeless population. Underpaid and overworked. Black workers occupy 13% of all jobs across the economy, but they make up approximately 19% of essential jobs that pay less than $16.54 an hour. Listen, I say this all to say, no more hiding in our cul-de-sacs. No more fussing at home and smiling at work while blatant racism is on display and we have to pretend like it's all good. It's okay to be angry, outraged, and damn right tired. This is the time to be angry. This is the time to, to, this is the time to put away fear and be open about truths that has kept us in the societal illness that has now manifested. No one can brush away the facts. The truth always exposes itself, and the evidence is on the side of the oppressed. Those pushing for a better future, keep up and stay in the fight. Keep it up. Stay in a good fight. It's some, on both, on, on, with all nationalities, there's a lot of people fighting for equality, and that is good. But for those people who are resting silent on Facebook, saying things, on social media, saying things, but then go to work, live their lives because they have to pay the bills in the double-mindedness. It is confusing, and it is not healthy. You have to pick a side. There is no gray areas. Either we are going to allow our kids to have to keep fighting the same fight, or we are going to step up and do what this generation, this right now is calling us to do, to begin to create the changes that we have to create on our watch, in our time. We can sit back and watch the fools act the fool. That's what fools do. 
what happened at Capitol Hill, I don't feel like. On Capitol Hill, that's not our fight. That, that isn't our fight. Our fight is daily. Our fight is boots on the ground. Our fight is what Stacey Abrams did in Georgia. That's how we fight, and that's how we have to continue to fight, smart and strategically, not on the couch. So that's my, that's my venting with that, and I only have two minutes left. So, uh, and I, I don't like to be one of the type of people who fuss and complain uh, about what we do as a culture, but it, we have to say it. We have to be upfront, honest, and just out there and say what needs to be said so that we can move on. I said it. <laughs> Let's get to work. So anyway, health news. Here's another thing. <laughs> Here's something else. Take the vaccine, okay? If you choose not to, that's your business. That's your, that's your business. But don't put your cult-like beliefs on us. I am on the side of science. I know and understand what has been done in the past. I hold those accountable who should be held accountable. I condemn them taking experimental medications to the African people, but I have read the research and the clinical trials for myself. I understand the content that has been shared with the public. I believe the researchers and the scientists have been transparent. I know that medicine is no, in no circumstance is perfect for every person, for every individual. The, the response is not always going to be the same. But when it's my turn, I will get the vaccine because I have stuff to do. Bad behavior has put us in this position, and I just say thank you, science. Thank you, science, for correct human behavior. Thank you to the mind of the scientists. And like I said, I'll be taking the vaccine. So until next week, until next time, I'll have a full episode. I won't be venting. I'll be back to doing my happy work, which isn't happy work, but work is happy. Work makes us happy, but we got to get to work. I don't even know what I just said. (laughs) Peace.